has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Yes. Force is strong in my family. What do you mean? My father has it. What did you say? I have it. You liar! And my sister has it. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. I take it back. This is it. Jet. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. Hello there. I would like you to be my guest. You underestimate my power. Yes. <laughs> we would be honored if you would join us. Patience, my friend. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. You hear that? Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Welcome to The Voice of the Alliance. I am your host, Gerard Baer, and I am joined today by three very special co-hosts. First, if being a salty contrarian stooge was a martial art, he would be the master of both Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris. We have Danny J. Smith. I'm the contrarian. Hello, everybody. Exactly. (laughs) We also have a man who needs no introduction. He's a man who has a voice like hot liquid chocolate cream pie. Steve McMahon. Good evening, everybody. Lastly, he's fluent in My Little Pony, and he once lost to a cricket in arm wrestling, Daniel Leahy. (laughs) Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be here. Great to have you guys on here. We have another, uh, another amazing show packed with such awesome stuff. Want to talk about the, uh, Darth Vader comic? We got a new, uh, new issue to talk about that. Um, we got some cool new leaked images from The Last Jedi. We want to hit on those a little bit too. Um, use some verbal descriptors for those for those new photos. Kind of cool. And then uh, we're not really sure what else will happen after that. It's going to kind of be a uh, a surprise. So, first off, our website www.taoswf.com. Check it out. Links to our, our Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is on there. Um, if you haven't joined the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics yet, please do so. It's fun. Uh, some good discussions, uh, things like that in there. So um, we got that part of it covered. I guess we can just dig right into that uh, those new Darth Vader comics. Let's do it, man. Who, who, who wants to go first? Who wants to uh, give us some insight? Daniel, what do you think? Let's talk about it. All right, so we'll talk about the second one. So, like, brief overview. Um, Vader gets in a ship, and he needs to. Uh, he's given. He's on the, a mission from the Emperor to get his his crystal from a Jedi. He's got to steal from a Jedi. He's got to kill the Jedi. First off, well, we we should make sure everybody knows this spoilers. This, if you haven't oh, read it, yeah. which which should be obvious that if we're going to be talking about it, that you will be spoiled. But here's a giant spoiler alert. If you have not read the Darth Vader comics, 
you okay. were spoiled. All right, so end of PSA. Vader goes to an old Jedi outpost outpost in the mid rim, and I forget the name of it. It's got a really cool name. I don't know, Steve. Do you have it in front of you? Because those comics are back at home. Um, but anyways, goes to Jedi outpost, slaughters all the clones. You know, figures out where you know there's a Jedi that's alive, and then he goes off to get the Jedi. That's comic two. And now it's a quick overview, but man. It was pretty wild, like him wasting clones with no lightsaber. And then he gets a lightsaber. What's the name of it, Steve? Do you know? Mid-rim, Bright mid-rim home. Jedi Outpost designation, Bright Home. That's, that, that was really cool. That art was probably my favorite shot of that whole comic, was like that first visual. of like, It's like a Jedi temple just floating in space. It was pretty wild. So, yeah, overall, I like this a lot, because it added, added to the Jedi lore, if a lot because you know I didn't know they had I know they had like little temples like the Lothal temple and that kind of thing but I didn't know they had like space you know spaceport temple things like that's awesome so that's a, I, I thought it was a really solid addition to the Vader storyline the arc and just the canon in general one of the parts I liked about that one is they um, the clone troopers had lightsabers that they were collecting Mm-hmm. Vader ends up taking one from them, takes them to school with it. But then when he's done, he just drops it like a boss and walks out. Doesn't even <laughs> bother keeping it. Because he's going, he's going to get his own. He's going to take it from someone, which is awesome, which is so Vader. Yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. I mean, he like <clears throat> he totally has the opportunity to take that saber. And for a second, for a split second, I was like, oh, well, he found one. That was easy. And then I'm like, well obviously that's not the case you know he's gonna do what his master tells him to do thought it was pretty wild forget about Vader in that toy lightsaber I love the comedy going on with those clone troopers (laughs) pretty funny stuff not too goofy yeah not too goofy at all were you guys uh, were you guys reading them in uh, in D. Bradley's voice one guy's name was Dave. Is that what he said? Ding. 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 Yeah. Ding. <laughs> like, ding. <clears throat> Probably not. <laughs> no. no, did you get, like, D. Bradley Baker, the voice actor that does all the clones in TCW? Did you read? Did you When you read clone stuff, <laughs> Dude, do you read it in his voice? I've done that before, but for some reason I was reading it in the voice of Battle Droids for this comic. <laughs> <laughs> they may as well have been, man. Roger, Roger. <laughs> so the uh, the writer on this was Charles Soul. The uh, mm-hmm. and the and the artist, the cover artist was Jimmy Chang. I'm so murdering that name. That's not how you pronounce it. And then the the guy who did the art was Giuseppe. Oh man, Giuseppe Camoncoli. I'm not Italian, so I, I'm Irish. We can't say those words. It's Giuseppe Camoncoli. Is that how it's pronounced? You're just going to say it fast like you mean it. Ah. Anyways, so yeah, if anyone's curious, those are the people who uh, wrote and drew it. Um, let's see, G, what did, you, uh, what did you think of it, man? The, new, uh, the newest issue, mm-hmm. issue three, is um, so far I'm kind of... I still like the first one because the Emperor 
slapped him around like a little bee. But um, <laughs> the third one's pretty cool. It just opens up on this assassin Jedi who's floating around. He's fending off a droid attacker while putting together puzzles with the Force, training himself, just waiting for someone to come mess with him. And uh, Vader shows up. To be honest with you, at the end of this thing, it's like Vader gets his butt handed to him. I mean, he gets... He's in rough shape. You've, you see uh, his leg exposed. Then one of his, his one of his metal legs gets torn off. Yeah. And he's a complete hot mess at the end of this thing. And the final picture shows the cover of the next issue. It's just Vader laying on his back all, all roughed up. I mean, obviously we know he doesn't die. But he's... Uh, He's definitely getting something. He's in rough shape. I mean, he gets straight up. Not the not the Vader you, you think of, you know, when you, yeah. when you think of Vader. And I like that. Like he's like kind of new. He's getting used to himself. He's just and then he just gets wrecked by this Jedi. I mean, this this Jedi is like he's like Rom Coda, but if Rom Coda was like in Dragon Ball Z for like three seasons, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like he, he, I mean, he's just yoked. And just his, he's like, his whole mission is just to be like this machine, this fighting machine. And he just goats Vader up there and just kicks him down that mountain. Just right. This guy's oh. whole purpose was for combat. Yeah. I mean, he, he kicks Vader all the way down the mountain. It's fantastic. It's good yep, to see. Literally. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I, I love this. This comic is it's bringing so much more to the Jedi and the Sith. And I did not anticipate that. I thought it was going to be, we were going to get a lot more Sith stuff. And I remember we talked about this like two months ago when we heard about this comic coming out. We were like, oh, we're so excited how it's going to, how it's going to do, like what it's going to say for the Sith and add to the lore. And it's added so much to the Jedi. I mean, just in these two issues, we figure out, you know, there's this, this type of like right that you can do if it's like, you feel like it's your calling to be this, um, the bearish. Yeah. Yeah. And the bearish bow. You, you go off and and go to this place and you train and and then all the all the little like training modules like that droid had been had been there training Jedi for like centuries and they had those little like those Padawan tricks I forget what they're called um, the, the little puzzles yeah the, the puzzles for like while you're in combat you do those with your mind like that is just cool stuff like this Jedi training that we never have seen and I really just appreciated that. And I was wrong. He's pretty talented. I was wrong about the lightsaber barely... color, by the way. Remember when we talked about that? Which which lightsaber uh, color Vader, Vader would get? And I said I thought it would oh, be a blue. I thought, would, yeah, I thought yeah. it'd be a blue saber, and it's a green one. Well, if he beats this guy, who knows? Well, you know, I'm not going to speak. He doesn't have it yet. I don't right, know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So far, I'm not putting money on Vader taking him out. Oh, there's no way oh, Vader's not eventually no kicking that guy's butt. Maybe he gets away. Who knows? This guy's pretty stinking sweet. He is. He's got the jacked up C. He's got the jacked up C three PO with the, uh, with the head like that bad robot from Thor. <laughs> yeah, he does, man. Yeah, he does. He absolutely the does. fire coming out of his face. They, uh, the Padawan traps. Four Padawan traps. Yes, place. Padawan traps. Sorry, it's been like two weeks since I read these, and I was on a plane, and it was six a.m. No excuse. Fail. <laughs> hey, remember that time Danny came on the podcast but didn't talk? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was waiting for one of you guys to say something. You know, I'm over here trying to think of how to be a contrarian better. 
I actually thought Danny's screen oh. had frozen for like oh, 10 minutes. Somebody's, somebody's feelings are hurt. Been on the air 12 minutes. The butthurt continues. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it just didn't make sense. It's, five, it's so fitting that you're, back. you're disagreeing with us calling you a contrarian, which is one of the most contrarian That's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Exactly. But you guys don't realize the troll when, I, when it's happening. Yeah. Anyways. What I uh, like. All right, all right. I was waiting for somebody to ask me a question. Really. What'd you like, dude? You guys were going, your fav- guys were going all out there. We what were. was your favorite part? Uh, this definitely seems to be the comic with, uh, like he was saying there, we got uh, a lot more lore in this comic than we do in some of the other ones. You know, uh, I did check out the new Star Wars one, the, the Leia one, a little bit. I didn't get too much into them. This one actually has a pretty decent storyline that we actually want to be to knowing about is how Vader got his lightsaber originally. And right now... We're basically just seeing him get slapped around by either the Emperor or p- people that cross his path that aren't just normal clones. Yeah, yeah that's he's a having good a rough go. That's a good point. But it's good. It's like his trials. It's it's what he has to do and learn how to actually live in that suit. <laughs> he already lost a it's, leg. That's what's so great about this. It's t- I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's been he's had his new leg for like twenty minutes, already gone. He's already going to going to the pits for a new tire. Losing the li- losing the limb is like taking breath for him, so he's fine. That's true. Bre- t- taking breath for him is no no easy task. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another one. Uh, yeah, this uh, this comic series. I'm. I mean, you guys know how I feel about them. They could uh, do anything with them, and I I think I'd be excited about it. But well, do so you far, like so good? Do you like cool. that he got his ass kicked? I know you're a Vader fan. You want him to. So well, yeah, I kind of do. Okay, because I was curious about what you, what you would think, Gerard. Because I don't know if you'd be like, "Oh, he should have kicked his butt." I wouldn't know if you were gonna have a little like freak out over that. No, it's good to see him. Uh, good to see him get slapped around a little bit. Yeah, he's feeling his oats. You gotta, uh, yeah, you gotta spend some time at the bottom before you climb to the top, <laughs> and then get kicked off the top all the way down right literally. Yeah. By the end of this yeah. series, he's gonna be the Vader we all know and love. He's gonna be massacring everybody because he will have been through all of this to get to that point I get a feeling he may not even get this dude's lightsaber oh I don't see that's that's where like the pride revenge thing comes in like even Anakin if Anakin got defeated look at every episode of Clone Wars where Anakin gets defeated he he comes back and it's like this subtle revenge vibe that Anakin has always had he has to win he's so competitive and if he gets beaten He's got to go back and take care of it. I feel like how that how, he's going to have to come back later. Like right now, he's missing a leg. This guy is a stinking fighting machine. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the next couple episodes with this. I wonder and if his uh, ship, it's also does his ship have spares, like spare legs? Hope so. I don't know. I don't know if he does. He's in deep trouble. <laughs> he's gonna pop the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a tule rack on top full of legs and arms. That would be so great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Good like at deal. one point he's on his knees, you know? Vader on his knees. Well, one knee because the other knee's not there, but. <laughs> I think he is going to get this guy's lightsaber because I'm still of the mind, like I am with um, Kanan and Ezra, that by the time of A New Hope, all the other Jedi need to be gone for continuity purposes. Oh, I don't know about that, man. That's. They, we know, knowing Obi Wan. And all his little fibs and well, from a certain point of view, like all that crap, like you know, 
Like the plus, all right. When Yoda says that, yeah, I know I went Ringo Starr, but when Yoda he's says that, he's the only Yoda hope. Luke is the only. I know. Hope. I know. He's but he's the only hope because he's Vader's child. He's the only one that can possibly sway Vader, remind him of his love for Padme, remind him of like what he used to have, and bring him back to life. That's why Leia and Luke are so important. Also, because they're crazy, and for all those people that force children. For all those people that try to say that Vader's no longer the chosen one when he turned to the dark side, the um, so far these three episodes are the chosen one, part one, two, and three. It's canon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still the chosen one. So all you uh, chosen one haters out there, you know, Leahy, I, I actually really like that point you just made because now I can actually kind of think about it, and I can I can accept that he was the only hope because none of the other people stood a chance. Yeah. None of the other people still chance. Okay, I guess I can accept that then. I'm almost we've made the point pro- where I don't we've made progress today. Thing. I don't believe a single thing Obi Wan Kenobi says. That dude is he's just full of trickery. Oh, he's one so of those shady. guys who lies once and you just never yeah. believe him again. He's so shady, he's always man. trying to mess with us. Well, he's you know like, what uh, I said was kind of true. Yeah, he's like uh, Amazon when I said I could watch uh, my HBO right away and then it didn't go through right away, and I was like. It's like, well, you do have HBO from a certain point of view. Awful. Like, oh, man. Yeah, just not from the point of viewing where you're at. <laughs> his, dad, his dad definitely didn't want him to have that lightsaber either. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Lies. Lies. No. By the way. Well, that, that's a give scene. Give that to my kid a... if I ever have one. Oh, right? For sure, man. You still need that Vader lightsaber. I'm still searching the web for it, man. Well, I know where they are. It's when you want to pull the trigger for me, and I'll get it and make it for you. I know. Be careful what you say in case Melissa, by some strange miracle, actually listens to one of these podcasts. <laughs> Never gonna happen. Yeah. Nope. Not happen. Nope. All right, I'm buying it. Let's let's do it. <laughs> okay. This might be the safest okay. space we have from our uh, significant others. They will never listen. No. And that's good. It's our it's our safe place. It's okay. There's women listening right now that will report back what anything we're saying. That's true. That's true. It'll happen. Screwed. I'll probably get in you trouble. You guys have anything else? Anything else about this Vader comic you want to talk about? Yes. What do you got, Steve? Talk to me. Um, it's a great, it's a great issue overall. Um, when I first saw the picture of this jacked and pumped old former Jedi, uh, <laughs> I thought it was a little. I thought he looked a little ridiculous, completely pumped, ripped to shreds. But he, uh, I like the way that he talks to Vader. I like the he's constantly putting him down, referring to him as beast and monster and just just crapping on him, playing my playing mind games with him. Making sure he knows he's less than human. Exactly. There was a I'm glad they went that way with this guy's attitude. Mm-hmm. You stink of darkness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm Was gonna call. You? I'm gonna say that to you now. <laughs> you stink uh, of darkness, Steve. So it was good. It was good. That character tries to really... force Joe. Can, can we talk about that character like a little bit? This this new Jedi that we've never seen before. I feel like that's a big master. Of, he's from a planet. Made, he's from a planet made of pure protein. Yep. <laughs> master Kirik and Phila. Kirak and Phila. And he's in a human. In Phila, he's a yeah. human. I was a little Phila. disappointed yep. he was human. I, I kind of wanted him to be. 
um, a different species. I don't know. I, I'm. That's just the. I like lightsaber color diversity. I like like different aliens coming in. I don't know. I just like that. And I feel like we have so many human characters. So I don't, in, so I don't know. How about a Jawa? Oh, a could Jawa you imagine? Jedi? Could you imagine? Oh, no, I was I thinking. What if there are any huts that are Jedi? I was thinking like someone like that's like a brute, like a brute species, like uh, like a, a Wookiee, like a Gamorrean guard. Yeah, like well, not quite a Gamorrean guard, but someone like that who's like big and like imposing. But this guy's big and imposing, and he's human. He's pretty. Didn't cool. Clone Wars have one of the uh, species of whatever Dex- Dexter Jetster was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that uh, that general, that Jedi general that went bad. I can't remember his name. General Krell. Wasn't that him? Pong Pong Krell. Yeah. Who who double wields double wields lightsaber staffs. Just that fold up also, which is just wicked awesome. He he has like the cool setup of any Jedi. And he goes full evil. But I forget what his uh his species is called. Um Well, what do you know? Yeah. No, it's not on the tip of my tongue. But anyways, no, this this I thought this character was really great. He's he's tough. He uh Oh, I'm at total loss for words about this. Because Steve's making funny, doing something funny. Uh, what was that picture of? <laughs> just just so Jedi. you know, I mean, I, I knew I knew it existed. It's Legends. For, legends. But, uh, <laughs> but, now, but, and now we know why. Hut Jedi Knight Beldorian. See, I, I would be that's opposed just to seeing compl- a Hut Jedi. That's, that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Come that's on. That's saying something. Discovered by the Jedi, 400 BBY. It's, it's right here in black and white on some wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> Fallen Jedi, the Huts, Legends articles, Beldorian. Lasted all the way to 13 ABY. Oh, good for him. Really? Good for him. Yep. Um, but yeah, Vader, Vader comic was good. And I really liked it. And it's bringing a lot to the Jedi. And I can't wait for Vader to make this guy's crystal bleed. If you know what I mean. I really want to see. I really want to see that. Like, I want that to be like four separate pages of that event actually happening. Oh Struggling yeah! Struggling to make that crystal bleed. It's gonna be yeah. great. We definitely have to to put uh, to yeah, put a vis- to, to put a real visualization to what they were talking about in the Ahsoka novel. Oh man, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, well, these guys draw it well. It's going to look good. If you haven't looked at the Vader comic, do yourself a favor and do it. Um, so far, almost all these comics have been good, if not great, in my opinion. So, not that that really matters, I guess, but I recommend it. Check it out. Staying with the Vader theme, there were a couple of posts today talking about him uh, being in the um, the actor who plays him in Rogue One is possibly doing another movie what do you guys think about that do you think Spen- it could be yeah spencer spencer uh, wilding was supposedly is supposedly joining the cast of the han solo movie for an undisclosed purpose what do you think it could be don't he's think a, it's gonna be vader he's a big dude he could be a wookie we don't know it's not gonna be oh, chewy why don't you buck why don't you buck his family perhaps maybe it's tougher could be a lot of different things he is a big dude what if he's, he's vader He's what if not he's co- just like walking by or something, you know? You think? Yeah, you, think, you know what? You know, I've heard that thrown around, and I'm not. Uh, it could happen. Maybe but Vader's going to be. It would feel kind of cheap at this point, you know, because. Vader's going to be like the new. He's going to be to 
Star Wars movies what Stan Lee is to Marvel movies. No, nah, we can't have uh, that. Like, no. We can't do that to Vader, first well, of no. all. No, that would be awful. Like I and, said and earlier. You can't, we you can't just... show his image on the screen trying to sell tickets for this movie. This movie absolutely has to be able to stand on its own. It's actually mm-hmm. a much truer test of the standoffs than Rogue One was. And what we don't want is Rogue One to have been, you know, that flash in the pan because it ended up really good despite all the stuff we heard about it during its production. Definitely needs to stand on its own and not... You can't use, use Vader the... for it. You can't use Vader, and honestly, I don't think you can use lightsabers at all either. This is a, you want to make a Han Solo film? Give us Han Solo. Make us love it. Make us love it. Because if it's done right, which they have been doing, then there will be no problems. But we don't need lightsabers to sell it, and we don't need Vader to sell it. That's my opinion, anyway. The contrary. I... No, I agree. Even a, Even a passing shot, I mean... You just don't want that crutch. You don't want Vader to be the crutch of these standalone movies. It's my opinion. G, what are your thoughts on a Han Solo, a uh, Han Solo Vader appearance? As you know, I would love to have Vader in everything. I know. I, I I don't see, I don't see it. I don't see the fit. I think it's for, it would be forced if they did that. But yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's needed there. And I I agree with you guys that kind of pushing it you know pushing the envelope and i think it would actually get to be as ridiculous as you know hey it's a marvel movie where's stan lee gonna be mm-hmm. you know it's like oh where's where's vader you know there's a, a bunch of droids and you gotta find the vader vader in the in the pile or something you know it's a, a buddy we'll a, a buddy of mine on twitter had a he had a funny little thing he said that uh, he thought it'd be funny if like han solo saw him on tv or like some kind of a ceremony and Vader was there and he turned around and said like what's that guy's problem what's his deal <laughs> but e- even that even that you know it's like it's like the two jabronis walking through uh Jetta City that bump into Jin and Cassian yeah, Pond, pig, Ponda pig Bobbin no- and uh Pig Nose and Dingleberry yeah Dr. uh Dr. Everson I think that's his name yeah, those weren't their legal names that I used. A, a tossing like that. Pig Nose was good. I think that was the original one, right? Yeah, I believe he was Pig Nose. Now you're Pig Nose. Thank you. But just to get back to this uh, Darth Vader comment, comic for one second. Uh, issue 4 scheduled for August 2nd. It's good to know. Which is good. Real close. Next week. Next week. Then we get to wait a month and then another month. So, oh, right. Dang it. I don't like waiting, but I'll do it. Cool stuff. Looking forward to it. We saw some new images hit the, uh, hit the net today, boys. Yep. Leaks. Leaks everywhere. What did you guys think? Leaked images, potato leak soup. Leaks. I thought they were cool images, man. I mean, the, the, the highlights, the highlights for me, good thing this is over audio not visual because you can't see Snoke's neck uh the highlights for me uh, were uh dude dude I tell you what dude Snoke Snoke looks so gross like just a really gross thing I mean like yeah he does like take away the the funny names people have been calling parts of him but like he is just so just gross and eerie looking like I don't want to be anywhere near Snoke like the Emperor like was ugly and deformed but he was also evil and sinister and cool looking. But Snoke just looks like 
like an old man like sitting on a bench that's just melted. Like he just looks so gross. I can't get over it, man. That image is just so hilarious. <laughs> I'm not saying the character design is bad. I'm just saying I just, it's just so gross. Anyways, the Praetorian guards looked really cool. Ray and her Jedi stuff looks mm -hmm. really rad. Like her her new uni is pretty cool. I like how it's a cross between like like the uh, like the Jedi stuff from the prequels, but also like the really lived in. Um, really lived in vibe of this new trilogy and I, I like that uh, that synergy there um, I think it goes with her previous her, her previous look like it, it, it meshes well like it looks like a an obvious transition of costume from the first film to the second one um, yeah those are those are really my highlights I mean Finn looks like Finn um the Praetorian guards are just so cool looking. I love that armor. I just love that armor. What do you guys think of those guys? I'm digging Luke. I'm digging his uh, his brown battle suit. I like the look. Yeah? It almost reminds me uh, a little bit of Anakin's from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, really? Oh, I wasn't getting that vibe at all. But I see what you mean. Yeah, it's got that dark, that dark brown, and you know, yeah. it's it's different, but it's it's not, um, you know, it's not like a light colored type thing, but it's not black. You know, it's kind of in the middle, which yeah, it's kind of it's where I'm hoping middle. I'm hoping Luke's gonna be. You know, Luke's yeah. gonna be in the middle somewhere. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he. I thought he kind of looked like he was in Game of Thrones. As a very. Yeah, yeah, it could, it's like medievalish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get a very Jedi vibe off him much at all. Except, I mean, his clothes in Force Awakens are like the most Jedi thing you've ever seen. You know, I mean, it's it's perfect. So mm -hmm. I shouldn't complain. Um, yeah, to see Luke dressed up as as that at the end of TFA in that in that old school prequel style Jedi robes that looked pretty clean. Like aside from his outer robe, they looked really worn and weathered. But his inner robes look very clean and regal. Like the Jedi Grandmaster he is, so I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Luke's stuff, man. I'm not gonna lie. You can't see his lightsaber either, which pissed a lot of people off in the lightsaber groups. They haven't shown it yet. In the lightsaber groups? Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, there's not groups of people gathering like at Denny's talking about lightsabers. There should be. Oh, there are. Oh yeah, there yes, are. there is. <laughs> Don't. You, know, you know they exist. <laughs> Go to the closest Denny's. There'll be guys talking about lightsabers. I promise you. <laughs> uh, we we usually go to uh, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings for my saber group when we're done. Danny Buffalo Wings. Love Buffalo Wings. As soon as you said Buffalo Wings, Danny came back into frame. Danny, what's your usual order? Are you an, are you a? I I'm an all drums guy. I get all drums. Oh no, because man! I, mix it up, mix it up, mix it up. Classic yeah. buffalo, yeah. classic buffalo. Yeah. Little ranch if I feel like dipping. I'm a, I'm a blue cheese guy. I'm old school. At B Dubs, I want the buffalo dry rub wings. Oh, those are dude. Those are good. Dry rub is so yeah, underrated. Dry, dry rub, rub is so underrated. Dry rub rocks. There's nothing like a good dry rub. Um, 
Speaking I, I of... I need a dry rub. I want wet rub. Yeah. Danny, are you, watch, are you watching TV? I'm checking something for my fiance, <laughs> if you must know. I'm not watching anyway. TV, I swear to God. So back to the leaked images. <laughs> the leaked images. So, all right. The only thing I didn't like about the Praetorian Guards... I'm actually really cool. I think he's I, playing Battlefront. No, he... No, he... His ego can't take getting killed 15 times tonight. If the listeners must know, I'm checking my fiance's Hulu account. She wanted me to find out what account she uses, what email oh. she uses. Oh. Don't say it. Oh. Yeah, don't say, say it out loud. Don't say it live. Say it out loud. Say her password too. No. Hey, okay. not to change not to change topics, but we talked about uh, Spencer wielding. Yeah, I I was just stumbled across something on Star Wars News Net, and it says uh, that he posted on his personal Facebook page that he is not in the movie. He's not doing that con that he's not that he was reported that he was missing because he's doing a charity event for some kids or something, some school. Wow! So he's oh, he's not wow. part of the the movie, and I can't wait to see Han Solo as much as you. Blah blah wow. blah. That just okay, shows. I mean, that's the, and we we talk about this all the time. Steve and I were just talking about this uh, yesterday. Is we're in like the the dark times, what I call it every year. Is that this is the dark times of Star Wars, where literally all we have coming out is comics. There's no trailers on the horizon. There's no shows. There's really only like a couple books that come out each summer. We just got Inferno Squad, so that's a a good shot in the arm. But other than that, it's just dark. There's nothing. And that just shows you how, how much people are scrambling for news because everyone reported that. Everyone was going after that. So, and these leaked images, I mean, people have been going nuts over those too. I mean, that's just how, how dry it yeah. is right now. I mean, come October though, when, or November, when we get Battlefront, Rebels will be in full swing. The, the season finale will be right then. And then a few weeks later, we get... Uh, <laughs> I've seen that so many times. Did you guys? Gerard. Did you guys? Did you guys see this picture? Yes. I just saw it for the first time. Oh my god! There's no neckles. Fantastic. There's no neckles. Yeah, not a, not a, not enough neckles. Yep. That's Sora's bandine is Master not. Master Skywalker, Snoke. what are we going to do? While Danny's checking to see if the Bachelorette is recording. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I remember now. I remember now. Sorry, I. Because you guys keep making me laugh. We are, are we not going to talk about how pretty his blue eyes are? They're creepy blue. You know, they're just so creepy. They're they're I I he have blue eyes. He doesn't My, look human. He doesn't, does he? He looks like human if you poked, like stabbed him a few times, and then threw him in an oven, and then burned him. Hasn't Jason <sighs> Ward over at uh, Making Star Wars a couple times reported that he's he's not human? And that he's about at last at last batch of, of leaks. He was about seven feet tall. The only official source that said it isn't somebody on the story group, and those facts aren't in any of the written canon. I would say those facts are going to end up being correct. I think we can give a lot of credit to the person who said it, and it's probably going to end up that way. But it's not official yet. Yeah. So, 
So we heard if Jason so, Ward leaks something though, he's usually pretty spot on. Those yeah. guys. Uh, 90s, 90s, but listen, I'm saying it's most likely gonna happen. I think his uncle is George Lucas. It's most likely gonna happen, but it's not official yet. That's true. So let's so let's break it down. So if Jason says, let's say he's at 89 feet, let's call it eight feet. You know, let's be conservative. So it's 89 feet, mm-hmm. and Jason is only wrong 10 percent of the time. So let's take 10% off that height, conservatively. This is a, t- a statistics thing, so bear with me. And so he'd still be over seven feet tall. I can't wait to see where this goes. Continue. He'd still be over seven feet tall. He'd be like seven two. So that's still really freakishly tall. I guess not freakishly. We've yeah. got NBA players. That Are you going tall, somewhere like, with that? No, I'm just saying, like, no, he's still saying, super tall. Like, Hey, we broke news here on this one, though. We broke news. Yeah. We did. What was that? That Spencer Wilding is not. Check his Facebook page, man. He says he's not involved in it. I'll take your word for it. I'll blame Patrick Covey if it's wrong, because it was on Star Wars News Net. He's the worst. All right, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you better I be love- right, Patrick. You better be right. I love Patrick. Speaking you. of speaking He's not of the worst. Love people in famous roles possibly playing other roles and confusing the heck out of the fandom. Like this yeah. is this reminded me the freak out that fans had about Vader reminds me of when they used the same actress that played Ventress to do the Sith Lord voice in Rebels season two. Uh, from mm-hmm. the Holocron. And people were like, Oh, it's Ventress, it's Ventress. It's Ventress. And they're like, No, it's just the same voice actor. And I'm like, Well, all right, I see both sides because it's like one, you know, you can't rely on the layman to remember, you know, exactly what Ventress sounds like, and then be able to differentiate between the two. And also on Dave's part, it's like, yeah, I know you want to use the same people, but she sounds exactly the same. Like if you're going to direct the voice, the voices, direct them to be different, because she sounded exactly like Ventress, and like, and we all knew that it wasn't, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Like make it sound different. So I don't know. That that stuff's kind of frustrating to me. When Star Wars just they do something like that, and it's very rare, but it's frustrating. I'm not saying I hate that voice. I'm not saying I hate Dave Filoni. Love Dave Filoni. Beautiful man. But like that is so frustrating to me when they use, when they do that kind of thing. They're the yeah, masters of misdirection, so that they can mess with the ridiculous fanboy. See, everyone says that, but. There's not much misdirection at all in the storytelling so far. No, not in the storytelling, but in the leaks and the stuff they'll say ahead of time. Are you kidding me? Those guys will say something, and they just sit back. And can you imagine Pablo seeing that somebody says something or tweets something? Yeah, but that's Just Pablo. sits back and goes, ah, oh, let's wait. Let's watch. This is going to be awesome. Watch these people freak. That's I mean, from like the actual like official marketing and in books and storytelling like there's been no like crazy reveals and and plot twists or anything i mean it's been it's been fairly straightforward it's been great you want to you want to you want to hear about some uh, marketing misdirection i got one word for you bro zuvio oh yeah i'm so bitter misdirection do get cut from the film how does hasbro know they printed five million of the guy <laughs> that's right and they're still for sale Let's oh, back man. this up just one second. Daniel, yeah. why do you hate Dave Filoni? I don't hate Dave Filoni. You clearly hate him. It's a problem. No, I think yeah. Dave Filoni should be directing 
a live action film or one of like I think you should get an anthology film really exploring the force like be a very force centered one what it, based on whatever he would want to do but he's so good at talking about the force and oh okay about midi chlorians and about uh you know just the way the way that the whole universe is put together I mean he's just great at it and he's the closest thing we're ever going to get to you know George Lucas's philosophy because you know he's his padawan he's George's padawan you know so I think we could really the universe could benefit from a story told from his perspective written from his and I I, I mean I'd be really interested to see I think he deserves one too I mean he's done such such kick-ass work with rebels and you know and forces of destiny and TCW and on this unknown series that we don't know yet, which is pretty rad, that we don't talk about often. Like maybe he's just... going to direct. Maybe he'll direct the standalone Obi Wan film and the standalone Darth Vader film. First of all, you don't, you would not want him to direct a standalone Darth Vader film because he'd be too soft with it. If there's one criticism I, I have, Dave Filoni, it's the you know Marvel Avengers criticism where he's too afraid to kill people off. I mean, he he just cannot do it. No, instead he'll just have them disappear into like into a cloudy, murky cloud, and then just won't give anybody a definitive answer as far as yeah. what happened to him. Yeah, go read thirty letters that uh, Tolkien and you know whatever uh, whatever the writers wrote to each other. C.S. Lewis and Tolkien. It's like go read those letters, and then you'll figure out what happened to Ahsoka. It's like okay, man, I shouldn't be telling my ten year old cousin. Shouldn't be having to explain the end of a cartoon show to my 10 year old cousin referencing C.S. <laughs> Lewis like that was a little I'm much I'm a 43 year old man and I don't think you could explain it to me I don't get it yeah that was just he bossed it's called ambiguity it's really you guys are making it way more complicated than it really is I know it well see no what? it would be it would be ambiguity if he just didn't say anything and said I want it to be ambiguous I don't want you to know what happened to her but no he went and said if you want to know what happened to her you can find out by referencing all this material that I like thought Sounds about like while this episode. Me. Oh, he's the yeah, worst that's, of them all. That's epic trolling. Sounds yeah. like epic trolling. So that's what I think it did. He Dave kept her around Steve. because so it's like it's, it's like he didn't even know where Rebels was going to go at that point. It was just kind of like, eh, do I keep her? Do I not? Well, let me leave it so I can do either. But I appreciate that. It's though. frustrating, like, but you truly, almost have to respect it. If he didn't know where Rebels was going, like I like that. Like that he's he's gauging fans' interest in what they want the story to be. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. But people definitely did not like the, well, what just happened with the Soka thing. I don't know. I, I did not like the ending. That was, was Man, the this is the Star Wars fandom. Nobody nobody really likes anything. I know. We just pretend we do. Because no, why, just that, It was just that moment, man. I don't know. Star Wars or GTA. Because nobody hates Star Wars like a what? Well, like one of us. Like a Star Wars fan? <laughs> I don't know. I was just I was I'm just frustrated by that ending because Ahsoka is so my favorite though. character. So that's why I'm frustrated with that ending. Like I wanted something like clear cut. I wanted to see her go or see her not go and not have this like ambiguous her walking down the steps into the underworld or whatever Dave Filoni is referencing and then him drawing all these like cartoon pictures on Twitter about her like wading through the underworld and like it's just so obscure and out there which I can appreciate but at the same time it's like dude tell me where my girl's at like I need to know what's going on it's been two years 
So I don't know. That's why I'm. I, I just like her so much. I can't be. I can't be objective with it, Danny. Like, I, like you're being very objective, and I appreciate it because it's giving me a good perspective. But I, I just can't do it because it's Ahsoka. I've tried to remain objective in Star Wars for my entire life, and it's brought me a hell of a lot less stress than, than I see a lot of people going through. <laughs> no, and I see and a I'm lot of people going through a lot of stress about Star Wars almost every day. And you know what? I went through some levels of it. Anytime I saw somebody bashing the prequels, it's what brought us all here in the first place. But still, mm-hmm. it is what it is until it's not what it's not. I hope that helps. <laughs> wow. That. That statement makes me want to punch myself in the face. Just like Filoni did with, with Ahsoka. Please. Right. Oh, Everything's yeah. cyclical, man. Everything's cyclical. The ring theory. If you want to know what happened to this podcast, go and read the letters that my uncle wrote, my friend's uncle. It's seriously like, when I think about that, <laughs> I just start getting like hot. Like I just start getting like angry when I start thinking about that whole Ahsoka crap. It really, it really bothers me, man. I'm not going to lie. You might want to talk to someone about that. If you want to know oh, what yeah. happened on this podcast... That doesn't sound healthy, man. If you want to know what happened on this podcast, go watch an old episode of The Three Stooges trying to build something. Yep. Except there's four of us. Right, because there's four no, no, of us. There was four Stooges at one point. There was four. There was. Sh- sh- shrimp. Shem- <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> not, not on screen, bro. Not on screen. Come on. Shrimp. Shrimp. Shemp. Shemp. Uh, somebody take away Daniel's microphone. I know. Dude, I'm, I haven't Mo- eaten since Mo- like Larry and Shrimp. He's I've been good. burning calories. I'm like dehydrated. I'm out of it, man. I mean, I'm alone in the desert, just with no water. I'm gonna I feel be like lucky Obi-Wan to get half an hour of u- usable audio out of this. I know. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of editing. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to really tax my skill set. Yeah, feel free to edit all the parts where I just start going off on tangents about nothing. Well, no, we need no, that. Just... That's 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 actually what makes the show good. Oh, me talking? Really? That's the first time anyone's ever said no, that me talking uh, is a good thing. Now, now I've gone it's too probably far. probably the last. And I've gone too far. Yep, see what you've done. Well, we talked about the pictures. The pictures are cool. Those are up and floating around. I guess it's, we had some other stuff planned, but a few things kind of get sidetracked. Unfortunately, we can't do them this time. But we, we do have the – hopefully Rain's going to get that uh, the fan fiction contest winner. Maybe we'll be able to interview them, hopefully, for the next episode. Talk about that a little next episode. Not a whole heck of a lot of news and stuff going on other than those leaked pictures. So we talked about them. You can see them on, you know, they're all over our group, the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics on Facebook um, and basically everywhere else that has an internet connection. You could probably find them at this point. So you guys have anything anything about those leaked pictures you want to add? Yeah. Um, if you're trying to find the pictures um, of Snoke, you'll probably have to take your safe search off on Google. Awful. Alrighty then. <laughs> the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics thanks you for listening. Thanks you for listening to the podcast equivalent of a midsummer Reds versus Brewers game. <laughs> That's actually really true. Nobody would ever watch a Reds and Brewers game. I have. When Cincinnati, my fantasy players Cincinnati even, freaks might. Reds not fans will Brewers will. Yeah, they will. Can we talk about how bad the state of Ohio is? That's for a different podcast. It is. Anyways, uh, well, I want to end. Yeah. I want to end on a. Hold on, hold on. I want to end. Well, this on isn't a, over, bro. A fun note. Um, let's all go around the campfire, and uh, and talk about like what canon, current, expanded universe stuff we're all kind of like into right now or about to read, and just you know see what all what each other's doing. 
Because I'm curious. I'm curious what you guys are into right now. I don't. Because I don't. Oh, I know what you two are actually. Yeah, you guys go at. So we're gonna go Steve, Gerard, Danny, then me. Go ahead. Inferno Steve. Squad. Inferno Squad was released the other day. That's right. This week, uh, Christy Golden, the Battlefront Two tie-in book. Uh, I'm a few chapters into it. Probably six or seven chapters now. Uh, listening to the audiobook by Janina. The uh, I can't pronounce her last name. She's starring as Aiden, the Janina star of Gavankar. the. Uh, yes, the star of the campaign, and uh, she's doing a nice job narrating. I think you guys are gonna like it. Uh, I I was skeptical initially when they had the actual star doing the narration, because we've gone through this before. We had Ashley do the Ahsoka book. And she was great as Ahsoka, but uh, not not distinctive enough with maybe the other voices. Mm-hmm. So the other voices tur- weren't outstanding. It was Ahsoka and Ashley Eckstein the entire book, and it was and still, she, I still enjoyed she, the book. Yeah, but she whatever. she admitted that she was like, "Oh, I was I'm terrible at other voices." Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She. Totally, I think you're gonna find it a little different, a little yeah. different with this Inferno Inferno Squad book, and uh, it's a nice perspective. Straight, for, straight from the Empire. Uh, we haven't got a ton of that before. So uh, it's good so far. You like it. I am on chapter 15 of 22 on the audiobook. Oh, nice. I am. I'm digging it. It's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool story. I like the fact that it's going to lead up to that game and the campaign in the game. And like Steve said, the perspective of seeing the stuff from the side of the empire is pretty interesting and in how they how they view things you know how they view the destruction of, of Alderaan how they view you know the Death Star the first Death Star and um, you know things of that nature and I don't want to get into any other details but it's so far it's been pretty interesting and uh, yeah the, the reading is, is some distinct so you know sometimes I'm I'm listening to them like what why do these people have to sound so... Some of the characters just sound so weird. There's an awful lot of British accents in the Star Wars universe. But... Yeah, there's a point for that. Because in, in the in the Empire, it's having a uh, an Outer Rim accent is looked down upon. Yes. Which is which is the equivalent to our like <laughs> our Southern kind of accent is, is considered right. like the, the Outer Rim. And then the Inner Rim, the it... Core Worlds, have a regal accent. And even though Tarkin is from an outer rim world he's a no from a noble family a governor's family and so they all spoke with a regal accent too on purpose so basically mm-hmm. like like boston would be the inner rim in chicago would be no. the outer rim no. garbage no I boston think, would I be think... like in the unknown regions <laughs> yeah. nah like it really is. like like london would be the inner rim in uh you know, I'm not going to even talk about who would be the Outer Rim. We'll no, this, there. this is what it would sound like if the Empire work, was Boston. I work in the Outer Rim. Like, yo, uh, that Death Star, that Death Star is wicked freaking awesome. That's what it would sound it's like. the worst thing I've ever heard. Worse than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. You don't sound like that. It was pretty it's bad. worse than George Clooney tried it in the perfect storm. Oh, my and, word. To your credit, I actually think I think the Boston like, accent is one of my favorite. So. <laughs> It's one of my favorite accents in the world, actually. Is Danny accent. just keeps making work for me now. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> edit sorry, so I'm many sorry. things out. So edit sorry. that out, G. It's okay though. 
<sighs> Dan- Danny, what uh, what Star Wars product are you consuming from a uh, written or other type media? Danny's hoping to get his hands on Empire's End soon. Yeah, yeah. it just came out. Danny right? has em- Danny has Empire's End sitting on his nightstand and has for over a month, admittedly. Over a month, it's been out for like six months. It's a good place. <laughs> Hasn't it been out for a year? <laughs> There are children that were born after it got released that have already read the book. That sounds a bit like hyperbole there. Yeah, that's a lot of hyperbole. I don't think I think that's not true, but I don't think it's very far off. Well, I'm gonna shelf Danny it. Will I'm read shelf it, it Danny. and enjoy it another day because I want to read Inferno Squad because I'm playing Battlefront Two Beta the day I can. Danny's gonna read that book when they make it into a movie. Hmm. I'll let everybody Anyways. know. I, I, I was re- I've been rereading um, Stephen King's It because I'm obsessed with it, and they are coming out with another movie for it. Well, a first movie of it, so that's pretty much all that is. So that's yeah, scary. my answer is Infernal Squad because Battlefront Two. Yeah, cool. Good reason. No, see, Can't wait for that game to start. I'm all right. I I usually when a new canon book comes out, especially one about the Empire, I'm usually right on it. Like Thrawn, boom. Tarkin, Tarkin I read twice in a week. Like it was like I had to have it. But the thing about Inferno Squadron is like I won't be able to play Battlefront until you know, what what is it, November fourteenth it comes out? November fifteenth? So like I kinda wanna I wanted to read the story closer to when the the game came out. So like the campaign and the book were kinda like one one full story for me but the thing is I can't avoid spoilers for it and content from it for four months and I, I like being exactly yeah and I like being like you know kept up keeping up with the lore so I can have conversations with other fans so what I think I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go into town for those of you who don't know I'm like stuck out in the middle of the desert on an oil rig right now so I don't ac- exactly have access to Barnes and Noble but I really want to read this one or, or so, the internet I do have access to the internet you know what? You guys are mean. But uh, I want to go so tired to... right now because, you know, he's kind of wheeling that thing that spit that <laughs> spit, spit his internet connection. Get out of here. He's going to pedal on a bike to generate connectivity. So... We have we have three diesel engines out here. I just want you to know that. Anyways, so I'm going to pick up Empire's End. <laughs> Steve just fell out of his chair. <laughs> oh my god. This has just gone off oh. the rails. Oh man. This is the best episode ever. This Daniel, is why we need Skype. Connection? Can you see it? Yeah, I saw it happen. This is why we need Skype G for shit like that. <laughs> hey, Dan, Dan, say, say oil rig one more time. Sorry about that. No, no, I can't do it. Well, <laughs> this has been fun, everyone. I didn't get to go yet. I didn't get to, Don't to talk about my out. thing yet. Oh, Steve, Steve falling off the chair is staying in. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, that might be the new <clears throat> intro. It should be. I wish I had video of that. <clears throat> anyway, right. so I'm going to pick up Empire's End and read it as soon as I can. Depends on when I get a chance to go to town or not. Um... Which is a four four hour round trip for me. 
to go to a Barnes and Noble or a bookstore in general. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to make that happen. But right now, I'm actually catching up on comics because it's been such a such a dry period for Star Wars content. So I read, um, I'm reading through Doctor Aphra's story right now, and I'm really into it. She's really cool. At first, I accredited her. I was like, oh, that's just a Laura Croft, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. And she's really not. Like, she's really her own thing. And I, I have to apologize to the character and the people who created her for kind of discrediting her in a way by just amalgamating those two other characters because she's really her own thing. Um, and I'm really, really loving her story. Shout out to Rui, admin of the year, maybe one day. Uh, he loves Dr. Afra. And I like her a lot too. He's, he's he's holding out for a novel of hers, so that's what I'm into right now. So all right, I'm done. I'm done talking. All right, so that was great. We talked about a whole bunch of nonsense. I gotta be honest. I don't know why anybody would listen to this episode, but I'm sure somebody will, just so they can make fun of us. We weren't even <laughs> drinking this time. No. No, we well, weren't. We should have well, been. Three of us are going to go in the all, Hall of Fame. Tal Swift Hall of yeah. Fame. Oh. We're going to have to um, make rum punch for the next one. We, yeah. we, I think we work better under uh, <clears throat> inebriation. This this um, episode was like if you took the chat and put it into voices. That's what this episode was. Uh, Can you imagine so the whole chat with like all 11 of us or 12 or whatever it is? Ugh. Oh my no. god. No. Oh. Nope. Nope. I'd be that. I'd be that Homer Simpson meme, just backing into the grass. No, it would be all freaking eleven of us yelling at each other. Okay, everybody, we had uh, we had fun doing this, putting the show together. Hopefully, um, it wasn't a um, complete disaster on your end. But I just can't stop laughing. I just keep looking at Danny. All Danny's doing is laughing. I'm a happy guy. What can I say? Check I out the Vader comics. I can't believe I fell down. <laughs> I can't even believe happen. it either. If this was a video show, that would be so much better. Chair, I was, chair slipped out. I was shimmying around. Had a wedgie. Just <laughs> a right per- down. A perfect right down. Down. A perfect storm. Check out Vader. Check out the comic. Get in the group. Talk about it. Tell us uh, what you liked about Inferno Squad. What do you like about those leaked images? Just get in. Talk Star Wars, man. We'll have some fun. Um, yep. That's all I have. We'll catch y'all later. Good night.